Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be recapping Thursday night's action between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars, as well as giving you my value picks for week four. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, guys, so I'm back with you with the Thursday recap on week four uh, game between the Cincinnati Bengals and they were hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Bengals won this game. It was a close one. Uh, 24 to 21 last minute field goal. Um, actually, these Thursday night games have been pretty entertaining um, so far. Uh, pretty close games for the most part. So um, that's been a boon for uh, that network over there. So um, that's been pretty good. But in any event, let's get into it. Um, as far as the Cincinnati Bengals go, um, Joe Burrow, uh, pretty solid game. And actually, you could have uh, gave him a sneaky start in this one because the matchup definitely uh, was in his favor. Um, 25 completions out of 32 passes, pass attempts, uh, 348 yards with two touchdowns. He was only sacked once, so pretty good protection for Joe Burrow, um, and he was able to capitalize on that. Um, Joe Burrow is a guy who, you know, definitely a QB2 and QB1, depending on the matchup. So he had a prime matchup in this one. Um, I understand some guys have trepidation about using guys on the Thursday night just in case, but he was home, you know, he, he played at home. So that was in his favor at least. So, um, pretty good game for Joe Burrow. So, um, you definitely take that one, especially if you're in two quarterback leagues where you had to start them or you threw them in your super flex. So, um, pretty good game. Um, as far as the running backs go, Joe Mixon. Very nice one, um, solid for his um, his measure there. 16 rushes, 67 yards with a touchdown, so you definitely take that, that's for sure. Um, he only had one reception for zero yards, so, you know, he's you're not going to see him out in a flat, um, you know, catching, a, um, you know, it, in the same vein as uh, Alvin Kamara. You won't see that, but... Um, but, you know, he is what he is. He's a RB2 with um with a RB1 ce uh, ceiling, depending on the matchup. So, um, solid one here. You definitely take that. And his backup, Samaji Perrine, uh, seven rushes for seven rushes. No, six rushes. No, excuse me. <laughs> Three rushes for seven yards and then one catch for 15 yards. So, so if anything was to go awry with Mixon, in fact, in this one, um, Mixon sat out um, towards the end of the game. He had a minor ankle injury. They're not saying high sprain, so that's a good thing. And even better is he has 10 days off until his next game. So uh, plenty of time for him to heal and mend up. So um, he's uh, nothing to worry about too much, guys. But, um, you know, definitely want to keep an eye on that situation. Um, in terms of the re receiving game, the pass game, 
Uh, Tyler Boy had a nice one. Nine catches, 118 yards on 11 targets. So with T. Higgins, who is still out, um, anytime you see T. Higgins on the sideline, you definitely want to get Tyler Boyd into your lineup because he will be definitely be one of the prime weapons. And uh, I gather you would put uh, Jamar Chase in there as well, who had a pretty good game. Uh, six catches, 77 yards. That's on nine targets. So, um Anytime you see T. Higgins down, you definitely want to start one of these guys, that's for sure. The only caveat is they didn't get the two any of the two touchdowns that uh, Joe Burrow threw. Actually, they went to the tight end, C.J. Uh, oh, oh, Azuma. So, um, C.J. Azuma, he ended up getting uh, five catches, 95 yards for two touchdowns, and that's on six targets. So, definitely was a favorable tight end um, matchup here. So, um, But I doubt if too many people started uh, C.J. I definitely doubt that unless you're in, you're doing the perhaps a uh, daily fantasy where you did this one game and you throw them in there and you, you're in line for some money. So, um, yeah, so all around pretty solid game for the receivers for the Bengals. In terms of Jacksonville, um, Trevor Lawrence in this one, and I kind of I kind of uh, overplayed my hand here Um Grabbing the Cincinnati defense on a couple of my teams. Um, actually, Trevor Lawrence didn't turn it over. He went. Um, he had 24 pass attempts, seven, 17 completions, 204 yards. Not great at all. Um, he did make for it, up for it on the ground with eight rushes for 36 yards in the touchdown. So, um, yeah, that's still a you know kind of a middling game, um, but it, I see that Urban Meyer kind of sees the error in his ways. So he's seemed like he's limiting the pass attempts for Trevor Lawrence, um, and it nearly paid off because they nearly came away uh, with the victory in this one. Um, James James Robinson, they gave him the rock a lot. Uh, 18 rushes, 78 yards with two touchdowns. You definitely take that. That's for sure. Only one catch for minus two yards on two attempts. So I continue to say James Robinson, and I was, I was trying to buy low on him. I think here on out, he's going to be definitely in the RB2, <coughs> excuse me, in the RB2 conversation. So, um. Yeah, so I think Urban Myers is starting to see the light and realize he has a stud running back here, so he needs to use him. So, um, so James Robinson, um, definitely a guy. I think the window has closed on the buy low, so um, I think he'll be RB two status here on in with a um, you know with a floor of a RB one depending on the matchup. So he had a pretty good one here. Um, in terms of the receivers, um, a bad break in this one. DJ, DJ Shark, um, he actually suffered a broken ankle in this one, and this was early in the game, actually three plays into the game. So 
he had to be carted off. Um, it looks like a season ender, guys. Um, they're saying out indefinitely. So, um, so if that's the case, you want to upgrade Levitska Chenault Jr. Because um, he was definitely the beneficiary uh, once Shark went down. Um, he had six catches for 99 yards on seven pass attempts. So he's a guy who... Um, if he happens to be on the waiver wire, guys, put in that claim now. Uh, you probably won't be able to seize on that claim until next Wednesday. But um, put in your claim now if he's on the waiver wires because he's going to see plenty of action between him and Marvin Jones. Uh, Marvin Jones didn't have a great one here. Only three catches, 24 yards. Um, that's on three targets. So, um also, good news in the passing game. Um, they just got Dan Arnold this week. They got him in that trade between them and Carolina Panthers. And already he's getting into the action. Two catches for 29 yards. Uh, I, I see that uh, those targets going up, especially now with DJ Shark on the sidelines. So, uh, Dan Arnold, who, you know, he just got there midweek and he's already involved in the pass game. So uh, I I say definitely a guy you want to monitor. Maybe you want to put in a claim for him, especially in um, more deeper leagues. I say definitely go for it. Um, grab him off the waiver wire because I think he'll be utilizing this offense. So you definitely want to put a claim in for him. I had mentioned... This actually amongst my uh, um, week four waiver wire um, targets. So he was definitely one who you should have considered. So if you didn't grab him then, you may want to think about it now. So, um, But all in all, you know, a, a decent enough game for the Jaguars. Still, still winless um, in their first four contests. So, you know, the growing pains will come. This um, for Tre Trevor Lawrence, uh, he'll be okay. He'll be all right. You know, you got to take your lumps. Even the best of them had to take their lumps early on. Peyton Manning, um, Troy Aikman, to name a couple. Um, you know, you, you just got to take your lumps early, hang in there, and then, um, you know, you you come out on the other side. So, um, so he'll be fine. Next up for Jacksonville, they host... The Tennessee Titans, who um, one of the better teams in that division, so that's that'll be a tough one for them. And then for Cincinnati, who who's actually Cincinnati is three and one quietly. So um, and then they face they actually host the Green Bay Packers, so that should be a good, very interesting game, very good game coming up for them and a, a kind of a big test for them as well. So. Um, Yes, so that is the Thursday uh, wrap-up there of um, what went on in the NFL. And the next time you hear from me, I will be giving you my week four value picks for these coming games on Sunday. Okay, guys, you know what time it is. It is time for the week four value picks. These are picks that you can use in your DraftKings, in your FanDuels, um, even the Yahoo Daily Fantasy, you want to use it there as well. 
Uh, these are like picks that are doesn't break your bank per se, but um, definitely some you want to consider throwing into your lineup, especially if you getting pr high price items like uh, Derrick Henry, who has a juicy matchup against the New York Giants. Um, if you want to get a guy like that or you want to do a stack like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams this week going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's a nice little stack you can do there. But, you know, you, you're going to have to have some lower value um, players there who have matchups that are pretty pretty solid so um these are some players that you can go to and consider some of them are do or die picks some of, uh one is a revenge pick um but basically for the most part they have very good matchups so let's get into it let's start with the quarterback um first up for me sam darno going up against the dallas cowboys in dallas sam darno quietly is having a solid year He's quietly having a solid year, and this game should be a high-scoring game. Uh, I think it'll be back and forth. Um, he's going to have to, you know, uh, match match up uh, points with Dak Prescott and that team over there. So, And then on top of it, the Cowboys secondary, actually, they're giving up an average of uh, 347 yards per game to quarterbacks. As well, they already given up seven um, passing touchdowns. So this is a juicy matchup for uh, Sam Darno. So um, definitely go ahead and fire him up in your lineup if you want to go there. Um, definitely uh, somebody who can give you value there. Uh, secondly, second up, Matt Ryan going up against the Washington football team. And they're hosting them, actually. So, Matty Ice is due for a big game. He's really due. And this matchup uh, just screams big game from Matty Ice. Um, this Washington defense is surrendering a little over 300 yards per um, in the passing game. And an average of two touchdowns per game. So... Matt Ryan, I know people are, this is kind of a side parallel, people get frustrated with um, Calvin Ridley right now, but I think this is a game where Matty Ice will be hitting Ridley early and often, and also Kyle Pitts, who I'll talk about in a minute. Um, yeah, I, I I love Matty, Matt Ryan in this one, so fire up Matt Ryan versus the Washington defense. And then finally, this one is um, kind of uh, off the uh, beaten path, but uh, hear me out on this one. Big Ben going up against Green Bay at Green Bay. I know I heard all the analysts this week saying, oh, uh, Big Ben arm is shot. He, forget about it. Um, for a guy with a shot arm, he did pass for 118 yards this past game. So, um, so it wasn't lack of trying there. Uh, good news, he does get uh, Deontay Johnson. He gets him back, so that's a good thing. I think maybe last week they kind of stumbled onto something by um, passing it 14, you know, uh, 14 completions for Najee Harris. So maybe. Um, Maybe the offensive coordinator kind of uh, 
retools that offense there and um, kind of make Najee kind of like their um, Alvin Kamara, you know, kind of in a Marshall Falk type of situation there. So, um, yeah, so and also he's Big Ben is utilizing all the weapons in his arsenal. He's using the tight end. You know he loves throwing it, uh, Deontay. You already know that. So, um, yeah, so yeah, why not? And then also, too, um, this Green Bay defense, already in um, three games, they've given up nine touchdowns, passing touchdowns. So, um, I know this is <laughs> is goes against the grain, but uh, fire up Big Ben at the Green Bay Packers. So, um, so that's my quarterbacks. Next up, the wide receivers. Um, Corey Davis going up against his old team, the Tennessee Titans. Now, this one, to me, spells revenge game. Um, the, he, Corey Davis became a free agent in the past season, uh, past off season here. Um, it's clear that, you know, A.J. Brown is the guy over there. So um, they decided to, you know, not re-sign Corey Davis. He went to the Jets here. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a, I'm sure there's a bit, bit of animus in him. You know, he wants to show up his uh, former team. So uh, I understand. I get it. Zach Wilson hasn't set the world on fire. But then again, this Tennessee um, uh, secondary hasn't exactly been world beaters either. In fact, that Tennessee uh, defense is giving up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, um, it, 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 and the thing with the Jets is the running game isn't there. It is not there. So, it may be a fact uh, fact of Zach Wilson using his arm to kind of uh, you know keep keep them in the game. So that spells big time points for Corey Davis. So Corey Davis, fire him up versus the Tennessee Titans as the Jets hosting the Titans. Second one, uh, Jalen Waddle against the Indiana, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Waddle has been kind of the de facto uh, wide receiver one over there. Um, he's averaging eight targets per game, over eight targets per game. Um, and then on top of that, the Colts secondary is giving up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So I understand. I get it. Woolful is there now. Um, so that's another mouth to feed. I understand uh, Mike uh, Jasicki uh, just last week, he went off. So actually, he had the second most targets over there. I I get it. Devontae Parker is still there, um, so on and so forth. But it's clear, no matter who the quarterback is, I thought it'd be more Tua than anything. But even um, uh, Jacoby Brissett here, um, he's looking to Waddle's way very often. So fire up Jalen Waddle against the. Indianapolis Colts, who they are hosting, by the way. And then I'm actually going to cheat on this last one because I'm going to do two guys in a do or die situation here who has very good matchups. Um, Robbie Anderson 
versus the Dallas Cowboys and Robert Woods um, versus the Arizona Cardinals. Both guys had not exactly set the world on fire. Um, both in kind of do or die situations, either they produce now or, you know, you got to think about possibly, um, you know, the unfortunate dropping them um, may have to consider that or just throw them in in some type of deal just to get some kind of uh maybe there's a guy out there who wants to buy low on one of these guys so throw them in in a deal maybe you know you could kind of uh get something out of this but Robbie Anderson and they're already talking about um the coaching staff over there um we need to get Robbie Anderson involved so that's actually good news and again like I said with Sam Darno earlier they're going to have to keep pace with this Cowboys offense. So with that the case, I think Robbie Anderson um, gets up off the carpet and has a nice one in this game. Um, and then there's Rob, um, Robert Woods, otherwise known as Bobby Trees. Um, he hasn't really got it going so far. I mean, even so much that last week, Deshaun Jackson rose from the ashes and had a solid game. Um, and you already know Cooper Cup, he's performing like a, um, you know, a top wide receiver, um, definitely within, he's in the top five in terms of, uh, receivers right now. So, um, Robert Woods, you know, there was all the talk, you know, going into the season, he's the better route runner. So he's going to be the one who, um, benefits from. A guy like Matthew Stafford being there, and it absolutely has been the opposite. So I think this is one where, again, you're facing a high-powered Cardinals offense. Um, I understand that DeAndre Hopkins is uh, still hobbling a little with those sore ribs, but still Kyler Murray, he just gets everybody else involved, including himself. So um, I think this has the markings of a high-scoring game as well. So, um, yeah, I think this is the week that both, both Robbie Anderson and Robert Woods um, kind of sees that uh, game that uh, folks that has shares in them has been waiting for. So fire both up. Um, it's a gamble. I, I'm not going to lie about that. It's a gamble, but it could be worthwhile in the long run. So, uh Definitely guys to consider to throw into the lineups. So that's the receivers. Let's get to the running backs. Well, I'll go back to the well. Um, Najee Harris um, for the Steelers at Green Bay. Um, I just talked about him earlier. Um, the 14 um, pass uh, catches that, you know, kind of set a record definitely for the Steelers franchise. Um that's unheard of for them to throw it that many times to their running back. But, again, they may have stumbled onto something here. So, um, I say ride Najee Harris again this week in this matchup here. Um, and it's such a cheap cost for a guy who can kind of have a um, RB1 ceiling here. So, um, the matchup is great. Uh, Green Bay Packers... Uh, Front seven is 
Uh, not very stout, so definitely uh, fire up Najee Harris. Give him another go this week at his price um, at the Green Bay Packers. Um, second one, Miles Sanders uh, going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know he struggled out the coming out the gate. I get that. And last week, you know, um, he he didn't exactly set the world on fire either. In fact, he didn't get that many touches in last week's game. But um, Miles Sanders is a guy who pretty explosive for running back. He just hasn't gotten the opportunities. And you're playing with a Jalen Hurts who you know doesn't mind take tucking it and run himself. So. Um, this matchup is very favorable for Miles Sanders. Um, and Jalen Hurts this just this week says, hey, man, we got to get uh, Miles Sanders going. So so you got your quarterback who's already saying, yeah, we got to get this kid going. So I think um, much in the way as their counterpart this week, the Kansas City Chiefs did with um, – Clyde Edwards Hilaire last week where they said, oh, we got to get him involved. I think the same thing applies here for Miles Sanders. And this is a game. Uh, this is a very good matchup. The Kansas City defense has been given up 160 yards rushing per game to opposing running backs, which is second to last in the NFL. So Miles Sanders, desperation play, but I think it's one that can pay off. Um, fire him up for the Philadelphia Eagles, who's hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. And then finally, this this one is a roundabout one, but um, I do like the matchup. Naheem Hines, Indianapolis Colts, going hosting the Miami Dolphins. Um, there's no two ways about it. Naheem Hines is an integral part of that Colts passing attack. There's no two ways about it. So um, he's a guy you definitely want in your lineup. I understand. I get it. Jonathan Taylor, who's hasn't really had a great year thus far. Um, the definitely the matchup screens for him to have a nice one, but I think it's actually where probably both of them will get to eat in this one. Um, they face a Miami defense that's been very generous to opposing running backs. So, uh, again, it's off the beaten path, but I think perhaps game script uh, definitely will benefit for Hines to have a good one here. So, fire up Naheem Hines uh, for the Colts hosting the Miami Dolphins. So, that's your running backs. And then finally, the tight ends. Um, here's another guy I'm going back to the well on. Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons facing the Washington football team. Now, I talked about Matty Ice and how he has to, you know, free up um, Calvin Ridley. He also has to free up Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is a guy who's, you know, w was drafted among those second tier tight ends right right along with Mark Andrews of the Ravens as well as TJ Hawkinson of the Detroit Lions so um I'm going to ride with him again this week he's seeing more than 80% of the snaps 
the offensive snaps. And he has a great matchup here with Washington. This Washington defense has been kind of like a turnstile, really. So I see Kyle Pitts saying, welcome to the NFL. I I perhaps see him going in the end zone in this one, definitely. So Kyle Pitts, fire him up against the Washington football team at Atlanta. Uh, next one, Pat Fryermuth of the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I'm taking a lot of Steelers this week. Actually, they're in a kind of do-or-die situation. So um, I think this has the chances to be a high-scoring game. Definitely think that. And it's no mistake about it. He is now a pass catcher that Big Ben has eyes for um, because, you know, a lot of the Analysts are saying Big Ben's arm is shot, so if your arm is shot, you're going to do a lot of short passes, a lot of safe passes, and those passes seem to be the ones that go to your running back, to your tight end, so forth. He'll he'll get uh, Deontay Johnson involved too, but I think this one dictates uh, him going to his tight end as well, so... Fryer Muth just scored his first uh, touchdown last week, um, and he's facing a Green Bay defense, again, not world beaters here, who's giving up the third most points to tight ends. So, Pat Fryer Muth, fire him up against the Green Bay Packers coming to uh, Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. And then lastly is a guy who, you know, he's not getting a ton of volume, but any volume he gets, he finds the end zone. Dawson Knox for the Buffalo Bills versus the Houston Texans. Um, yeah, like I said, um, just about three receptions per game per game. In the three games, but he has two touchdowns. Um, and the, this Texan defense is giving up the fifth, fifth most points to tight ends. So Dawson Knox, I know it's not, uh, you know, amongst the sexy names at tight end, but Dawson Knox has quietly been solid. You know, um, he's been involved in this pass attack. Uh, Stefan Diggs hasn't broke out as of yet. Um, you still have Cole Beasley there, Emmanuel Sanders, Gabrielle Davis, but it seems like um, around the the red zone, he's looking for um, Knox here. Is he could Knox or Moss he's looking for? Zach Moss, the running back. So, anyhow, I think Knox once again gets in the end zone in this one. So, fire up Dawson Knox in this week four matchup with the Houston Texans. All right, guys. So finally, I'm going to give you my streaming defenses. Hopefully, um, this week, uh, actually last week, I had some pretty good success, I must say. Um, definitely picking uh, this, the Cleveland the Cleveland defense going up against Chicago. Man, did I cash in on that one. But anyhow, um some of these seem pretty obvious. Then one is kind of just stick with me on that one. This one, um, Tennessee versus the 
New York Jets, the Tennessee defense versus the Jets. The Jets offense has been abysmal. Uh, there's no two ways about it. I do think it's a game where, like I said, Corey Davis does kind of get off. But I think Zach Wilson still will make some mistakes. So um, I think that's enough for the Titans to capitalize and really keep this offense at base. So fire up the Tennessee Titans defense against the New York Jets offense. Second one, I'm going again against them. The Detroit Lions defense, who, by the way, last week kind of held the Baltimore Ravens in check. I understand. I get it that um, three short touchdowns were dropped last week. I get that. I understand. But they still held a um, pretty good Ravens offense to 17 points. So um, they were at home, which is a good thing. They're on the road here, but... Again, I'm not convinced that Matt Nagy's going to, you know, uh, wave a magic wand over this offense here. Um, you're going with Justin Fields again. Um, I don't think he'll be as dreadful as last week, but I think he's still prone to mistakes. Um, I know a lot of guys are crying about um, Allen Robinson, and rightfully so. He's not really gotten it going just yet. You know, a lot of people saying he's a buy low candidate, which I get. I get that. But um, I think the Lions defense here will be able to capitalize and force a few mistakes here. So fire up the Lions defense on the road. This Bears offense is prone to mistakes still. So fire up the Lions defense on the road in Chicago against that Bears offense. And then finally, the Kansas City Chiefs defense against the Philadelphia Eagles. I know, I know, I just said those glowing things about uh, Miles Sanders. And I do think he will get off, but I do think it's a case where um, Jalen Hurts may not, um, he may be prone to turn it over as well. So we'll see. But nonetheless, um, definitely, um, I see this defense, you know, gaining, um, you know, on a few mistakes that the Eagles make, um, they're at Philadelphia. So defense will definitely have to be up and ready for this one. So it's kind of off the beaten path again, but, um, this could be a sneaky pick here. So. Um, Kansas City's defense against the Philadelphia Eagles. And there you have it, folks. That's all my value picks for the week. So take them, use them, utilize them. Whatever you want to do here is up to you. So, all right. So that's it, guys. Uh, so we're just about finished with a quarter of the football season being done. Wow. Can you imagine already? Oh. Already a quarter way through, uh, three more quarters to go. So, um, just get ready, guys. Uh, there's more excitement on the way. So, let's get ready for Sunday football tomorrow and enjoy. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. 
You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.